This is Good News Friday with David Shibley. What do you think is the most popular Christian song of all time? Well, I imagine if I were to make any kind of survey, right up toward the top, if not at the top, would be a simple song, Amazing Grace. I want to talk to you for just a few minutes about that song and about the man behind the song, the man that wrote that song. His name was John Newton. John Newton didn't have an easy life. His mother died when he was seven years old. He was conscripted into the British Royal Navy when he was still a teenager and began to experience the rough life of a sailor at sea. Part of the experience that John Newton had, even in very early life, was that he was captured by a tribe in West Africa and was conscripted then to himself be a slave to an African princess. Tough things for a teenager to have to endure. He ultimately escaped, but only to get on more slave ships and pulling more people against their will into a life of debauchery and slavery. No doubt he had a hatred for the African people because of what had happened to him personally. But one day everything changed. One day there was a storm at sea, and young John Newton, then 23 years old, cried out to God for mercy. He asked God to save the ship, to save the sailors on the ship, to grant him more years of life. And he also said, God, save my soul. Save me. Make me different. From that moment on, John Newton was a new man. He became one of the most beloved Christian ministers in England. And years later, he would write the song, Amazing Grace. John Newton would talk often of the what he called 20,000 ghosts that continued to haunt his memory. And that was, of course, the slaves that he had a part in uh, putting into such a terrible life. Toward the end of his life, Newton made this statement. He said, I'm old, my memory is fading, but I do remember two things that I am a great sinner, and that Christ is a great Savior. Because of that, he wrote the wonderful hymn, Amazing Grace. Amazing Grace, listen to it again. How sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. Newton knew something about that. I once was lost, but now am found, was blind, but now I see. You can come out of spiritual blindness today into the light and life that Jesus offers. T'was grace that taught my heart to fear and grace my fears relieved. How precious did that grace appear the hour I first believed. When Newton really understood the grace of God that God was offering pardon to him. It sent a reverential 
fear into his heart in the sense of seeing the magnificent holiness of God that he could never on his own merit attain to even an entrance into the presence of such a holy God. And when grace appeared, it taught his heart to fear the Lord in the sense of seeing God in all of his majestic holiness. It's also grace that relieved every one of my fears. God, in his mercy, in his care, in his grace, was willing to forgive John Newton, and he's willing to forgive you as well. When we've been there 10,000 years, talking about heaven, bright, shining as the sun, we've no less days to sing God's praise than when we first begun. You know, there was a time not so long ago when people made light of the idea of eternity and heaven. But after this last year, people are once again realizing that any hope of stability in this life is tied to hope to be with God in the life to come. That hope can be yours today through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, who loved you, who gave himself for you. Somebody said, justice is getting what we deserve. Not getting what we deserve, well, that's mercy. But getting what we don't deserve, that's grace. The grace of God goes even beyond his mercy. It's not only forgiving your sins, But God declares you as if you had never sinned, that you have the same righteousness that he himself has because it's no longer your righteousness. Get this, God puts his righteousness in you when you come in faith to the Lord Jesus Christ by receiving him. You receive all that he is, and that includes the very righteousness of God we become as scripture says the righteousness of God through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ the bible says we're saved by grace through faith it's not of ourselves it's the gift of God and it's not of works lest anyone should boast one thing that will never happen in heaven is seeing people with chests stuck out saying you know i just kind of ought to be here anyway. I kind of deserve to be here. Now, when we get to heaven, where there can be no theological mistake about how we got to heaven, we're going to be singing, Lord, you did this. You redeemed us. It wasn't any of my doing. You redeemed us by your blood. And that redeeming, that purchasing back from all that has happened can happen to you right now. When you turn from sin and turn in faith to the Lord Jesus Christ, today you can receive that amazing grace that Newton experienced. That same grace can be yours right now. Will you open your heart now and say an eternal yes to Jesus Christ? Turn away from your sin and turn to the Lord Jesus who loves you so much and who poured out his very life for you. That's how much he cares for you. The Bible says we can throw all of our cares on him because he cares for you. I'm praying that you'll make that most important of all choices right now. There are people online 
who are ready to chat with you about Jesus, about making a full commitment to him. There are those who are ready to pray with you. But I'm praying that right now, you, like John Newton, will cry out to God, God, save me, not only from the terrors of this life, but from the terrors of an eternity without God. He's coming to you now. He's offering himself to you now. Say an eternal yes to Jesus Christ. Believe me, for you, for all of us, God offers us amazing grace. And that's Good News Friday and every day. This is David Shibley. Thanks for listening to Good News Friday with David Shibley, founder of Global Advance. To find out more about what it means to follow Jesus, visit chataboutjesus.com. That's chataboutjesus.com or call 888-NEED-HIM.